The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Sir Gilroy has dropped in from off the ball uh, to look ahead to the weekend sporting action. We might look back on this is the news. It was right at the start of the week, really, um, and Sky Sports no longer involved in the broadcasting of Gaelic games yeah. going forward. Yeah. So, so what's going to happen is that the GA are setting up their own channel in a much more pronounced way than it has been before. So GA go, people who've been on holidays when their county has been in a big game might yeah. be familiar with this. You pay your tenner, you watch the match on a tablet. Um, it happened, obviously the whole process accelerated during COVID where there were other matches that they previously wouldn't have shown that they started to show on that platform. The platform is co-owned 50% by the taxpayer, the national broadcaster. It's an RTE joint venture. And they're going to turn that into their their over-the-top channel that you can get on an app or you can get on your TV. Mm. Somebody was speculating it might end up on the Sky platform at some point, which would, would make sense, you know. All oh, right, okay. As a distribution channel. I presume it'll end up on the Virgin platform as well. They'll have an app that you can put on those so you can watch it on your on your TV. And they're going to have to add content. They're going to become content creators. They're going to become content producers. And so that's the way of the world. That's the way it's going. That's how... The NFL do it. The Premier League don't do it, but the clubs are trying to do more of it in soccer because they would believe that they can monetize their market in a much more yeah. significant way. Barcelona want to do it. They want to own their own rights. Benfica do a bit of it. Um, it's just, it's an interesting position to get into because it's expensive if you do it wrong, if you don't get it right. Yeah. And if you don't get it right, the consumer, who's going to be a GA member, but how much, how, how much credit in the bank do you get if you get it wrong, if the if the content doesn't work or if it's a bit buggy and you've paid your whatever fee it's going to be, because we yeah. don't know. There's a lot, a lot of unknown unknowns in this. Yeah. Which would lead you to believe that perhaps they did expect a deal with Sky was going to get done and mm. that at the end, this might be coming a couple of years early. I always anticipated that they would do this in conjunction with other, other providers in the market happening at the same time, so it's less high profile. But mm. the games they get could be very high profile games. You know, as, as the season goes on, I don't think anybody's really fully aware of how the football championship is going to work next year. It's going to be the round robin in both competitions yeah. after the provincials. And so there will be good games. You know, there should be really good games that won't be on RTE and that will only be available on GA Go. And if the uh, production around it isn't great, yeah, there are, you know, people are saying, oh, we need to have patience with this. Like, people don't have patience. No. They, they just don't have patience. Consumers, even if they're GA members or if they're not GA members, like... You know, all the arguments against Sky were um, basically that you can't put stuff behind a paywall. Yes. And the paywall is now going to be owned by the GA, so maybe that's more acceptable to those people? I don't know. Uh, what is the legacy of the great Sky experiment? Um, was there one? Don't try anything new in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't go against the grain because eventually you get got. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like, there was a, a very significant row at the time about um, about you know that uh, Kieran Murphy uh, of Second Captains wrote a great piece in the Irish Times this week about the imagined old man down the Boreen and yeah you know this was held up as like a, what about this man who gave his yeah. life to the GA and you're betraying him with Rupert Murdoch of all people and then sure Rupert Murdoch sold um, Sky ages ago and it's nothing to do with Murdoch anymore but it still gets trotted out it's like it's yeah. Reflex. This must be bad because it's new uh, a little bit. And uh, some people, some people just had a, a, a really 
significant difficulty with the fact that it was going behind a paywall and it should be free for everybody because um, it's a community sport. I never really thought that. I thought that like the GAA are entitled to get value for their rights. I, I would still say they haven't gone about that in the right way because there's only one buyer in the market now. Yeah. That's RTE, who's us, the taxpayer, yes. paying the bill for this. We already give the GA loads of money through the Exchequer, through Sport Ireland grants, and now we're giving more well, through well, RTE. One of the defences of the Sky deal um, was, uh, it was exactly as you say, it was about, you know, kind of monetizing and getting value for your rights um, and for your brand. The other was that maybe, you know, Sky Sports would, uh, you know, rising tide would lift all boats or it would kind of lift the standards elsewhere and, well, like, you know, <laughs> RT with coverage would be completely changed well, over, or, or like, by, by trying to imitate the professionalism of Sky Sports. I'd be very interested to know what your listeners think about um, RT's coverage in recent years, but for me it has been completely... The Great Blando would be how I would describe watching most of the debates. Mm. Um, they're not really debates, they're... Their discussions. I, I thought Sky's coverage was much better. I think there's been a lot of straw men have been put up there about how, oh, I have yet to find anybody who says Sky revolutionised it, but the people who are defending RT are like, so they didn't revolutionise it at all. It's like, no, they definitely, it was better. Better better pundits, better presenter. Yeah. Gronia McElwain is the outstanding um, studio GA host in the country at the moment, and hopefully she gets picked up by RT for the vacant position that uh, Des Cal has created. I thought their pundits were better. I thought their illustration and understanding of the game was better. Interesting, I think BBC Northern Ireland would be second best and they're getting more games. They're going to take those games later in the championship and have the right to broadcast at the same time as RTE. Um, I don't know. I just found that the, the, the... I haven't seen any innovation from RTE in their GEA coverage, mm. I would say, uh, in a long time. I can't think of any great, significant innovation. But they changed and, the Sunday game music. Well, that went That was well. an attempted innovation, wasn't it? Yeah. So what else do they point to, though? Like, and, and did they, can they point to anything that they actually did themselves or that they didn't do under pressure? I definitely think that the... So, the, by the way, the production company behind Sky's coverage was the same production company, Kieran O'Hara is the guy who owns it. He was behind the production company that TV3 had. So there was a continuity of service there and really yeah. good experience. He got better toys and bigger budgets and you could see that. That came across. And then eventually when they got Grania in as a presenter the standard lifted to a point where this was clearly the best product and if you had a choice of watching Gronia speaking with Peter Canavan and Jimmy McGuinness and Kieran Donaghy that's the A-team yes. and then the rest of it was like so this whole kind of thing about like oh what can you remember about it it's like well I don't need to remember about it what I know is I learn more watching those than I did from watching the alternative product so we'll see we'll see what RT's response is now but they, RT now have no impetus to improve yes exactly yeah. for the next There's five no years pressure no whatsoever it's like them. country club all right. Uh, Katie Taylor is fighting this weekend. It's kind of a non-event, is it? In in a in a boxing sense, in a competitive sense, is that fair? Yeah, I know my producer is shaking his head every every time an, an Irish superstar steps between the ropes. It's a huge event for him. Well, I, but he was making the point though that like this is kind of a means to an end. Really, keep his run and we're talking about. By the way, um, uh, if you keep the the career going it still has to there's another peak that we can get there can be another super fight or another couple of super fights but this is the kind of stuff that you have to do Ronan was making the point you've got to keep the belt um, so it's kind of a holding pattern fight it, because the big fight that they wanted can't happen at the which moment which is Serrano too exactly and that's the one where they'll both make a ton of money but um, there's a rare brewing between her promoter and um, Eddie Hearn Eddie Hearn's having a lot of fights at the moment isn't he? He's having more fights than his fighters are <laughs> uh, so Jake Paul is is the promoter yeah uh, legendary YouTube is legendary, it, is that, is that, is that, iconic you, I think iconic YouTube yeah YouTuber 
uh, Notorious mm. YouTuber. Um, they're having a legal battle at the moment, which would suggest that that, that fight might never happen. So okay. I, I, at some point, Katie Taylor's made a lot of money. She gets hit in the head for a living. Maybe she should retire. I just, you know, with her health, we, we see the damage that boxing and concussion does. And particularly in women's sports, it's even less studied than it is and less understood than it is in men's sport because they're so such a smaller sample size and so fewer yeah. opportunities to analyse what happens. People want her to see her fight in Croke Park. That's the, the holdout, isn't it? Yeah. And you'd imagine it's that that's what she's holding out for too. Yeah, like clearly she wants to fight. They had they had a date booked. They've obviously spoken to um, the GA about uh, the loan of the hall and, you know, maybe that's the end and that's the big money that convinces her that she has no more mountains to climb because mm. she's literally done everything that it was possible for her to do and loads of stuff that it was impossible for her to do and she did it anyway. So, you know, uh, it's a 33 to 1 shot she's fighting this weekend and you just hope she gets through it ideally as early as possible with yeah. as little damage as possible and then there is one more big fight and that's the end. Uh, listen, before you go, uh, this time last week uh, the suggestion might have been Ronaldo would never play for United again. Banging in the goals. Well, midweek, yeah, mid-week. Oh Europa League. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, still back in the fold officially. Yeah, I I never bought that he wouldn't play for them again. Line because it's half a million quid a week every week between now and him never playing again that you still have to keep paying. Yeah, you can't really get rid. I said, people, would you pay him seven million quid, which is half of what you owe him for the rest of the season, not to play for you? Like he'd really want to be very toxic for that to happen. Yeah, particularly given the injuries and the amount of games they have. So put him out in the midweek team. Don't play him this weekend force him to come off the bench 10 minutes left to go irrespective of what the score is at the weekend and see what the story is if he doesn't do it again well then you know you're left with a decision to make but he needs to play football between now and the World Cup to make sure he's fit for his international swan song yeah and um, uh, you know we're not going to pay you if you don't play how much would that be that would be millions do you, do you think Ten Hag has I know Giles was saying on the show during the week he didn't think Ten Hag did a great job of handling it not sure. There's many ways of looking at this, right? If you're in Ten Hag's camp, you think he's an absolute genius because he did the whole, oh, I really respect Cristiano so much to the point that I won't bring him on in the derby when we're getting uh, humiliated because that would be bad for him and his career. And everyone's like, mm, that doesn't sound like a very strong manager to me. And then the next week, he doesn't bring him on. He, he, uh, Ronaldo refuses to come on and then he finds him. And it's like, if he wants to get rid of him, in the if you know if the club decide that the seven million is worth it, there was a window of opportunity for him to chisel him away from the club and, and be free from the melodrama and the soap opera that comes with Cristiano. Yeah, yeah. Keane is insistent there was a deal available at Napoli. That's what he. That's his kind of. Well, I presume he's getting told that from. Yeah. But like he might be a useful idiot in those terms because he's not. He's not. He's not in the room when the Napoli um, no. chief executive. I assume that's Ronaldo's camp who are feeding that. Oh, well, to it Keane. definitely seems to be. Like yeah. you know, Ronaldo came over and like, gave him a big hug, yeah. and you could see Roy like really liking that. Um, you know, there was an attaboy behind the uh, scratch behind the ear. So, um, I don't think he's going to join Napoli. I would be very surprised. They're the most exciting team in European football at the moment. Yeah. They're like really scintillating to watch. They've ripped Liverpool apart. They've ripped everybody apart in, in the Italian league. They're scoring goals for fun. And you decide at that moment precisely that you're going to bring in somebody to to what? To not play, to strop, to, yeah. um, to, to bring the melodrama. I don't know. I think Ten Hag, I mean, you can read as Ten Hag did a really bad job. Here's an asset that he should be getting more out of and he can't get anything out of him because he doesn't want to change his system. But ultimately, at the end of the year, 
Ronaldo will be finished at Manchester United if they can get anything of value along the way three or four goals and key moments then it's probably worth keeping him around because it's going to cost you money anyway not to keep him around Sure Listen thanks a million as always The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.